After 13 years in business and many successes and failures to learn from, we have come together to create the BizHacker Show. Join us on our newest venture as we bootstrap our way to millions, sharing our biz hacks along the way. Welcome to the BizHacker Show. I'm your lead biz hacker, Chris Lee. So in this episode, we're going to talk about working on your business and not in your business. Take a listen in. So I'm here at what they call Triple Play. It's a little resort. It's got a bunch of games and stuff with my my family. And just wanted to share a thought that I had with everybody. So here we are, middle of the work week, and the employees are out working. We have installations going in, everything like that. On my previous companies that I that I'd own, I had been so much involved in the business instead of working on the business. And what do I mean by that? When you work on the business, you're working on strategy, you're working on systems, you're working on organizing management, creating a correct organizational chart, making sure that all your processes function without you. The problem as a small business owner, too many of us get caught up in running in our business. And because of that, we're never able to create the actual time freedom that each one of us are looking for as entrepreneurs. If you think back to the time that you actually started your business or when you are now thinking about starting your business, the problem with it is each one of us has this rose colored glasses that we look at is like, oh, I'm going to have so much time freedom with my family, doing the things that I want, creating a retirement, when in reality, the majority of us actually create just a more strenuous job for ourselves. Instead of having a 40-hour week, we're now working 60, 70, 80 hours a week in the business because we can't figure out how to leverage ourselves and work on the business. So just wanted to, that was the thought that was crossing my mind. We got to figure out how we work on the business and make sure that we're replicating ourselves. We're hiring the correct management that's going to go ahead and be able to duplicate our efforts across the board. If you can figure out that one piece, then you're going to be successful. Then you're actually going to create the time freedom that each one of us are looking for. Six months ago, when I started my business, I started with the end in mind and knew that I had to create an organizational structure and chart and bring on the right talent that was going to allow me to do things like this, break away for a couple days, spend time with my family at a resort like this where I'd <coughs> be able to do all the things that, that, I, that I dreamed of when I started my business. And that's the goal each one of us have And so what you need to do is instead of being the technician in the business, figure out how can I be the entrepreneur? Who can I bring in right now that's going to help me duplicate my efforts? That's gonna allow me the time freedom that I'm searching for. And if you can figure out that one piece, I promise you owning a business will be everything that you dreamed of plus more. If you don't, you're just gonna be banging against your, your head against the wall year after year and you're never gonna be able to sell that business because you are so intricate and necessary for that business to survive. Make sure that your business doesn't count on you but that you can count on your business. That's all. Hey guys, so I'm uh, super excited for this episode because I have the opportunity to uh, introduce my business partner, Daryl Kelly. And to uh, give you a little bit of background on him, 
Uh, so Daryl and I have been involved in business together for the last 13 years. Ever since I got into uh, sales and marketing, Daryl has been uh, by my side on and off throughout the last 13 years. Uh, we actually owned a an alarm company and a home automation company several years ago that we ended up selling off in 2012. And to give you kind of our relationship, our background, myself, I've always kind of been more of the, the marketer, the face, the loud one. And uh, the cool thing about Daryl is he's always been the one behind the scenes, the brains of the operation that's really helped us create an organization that works. And with creating SoulGen Power these last six months, uh, Daryl has been very intricate in making sure that we focus on working on the business rather than in the business. And so I'm really excited for the opportunity to interview him and uh, talk to him a little bit about what he's done to make SoulGen Power so successful um, with that concept. And so I just wanted to turn the time over to, to Daryl to say hello. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to talk about this. I think this is such a, a crucial, important thing to understand and to, uh, to learn as a, as a business owner. Awesome. So I wanted to pick your brain um, as far as the mentality um, that you have to approach as far as working on the business and, and not in the business and um, maybe some of the, the crucial steps that you've taken in, in setting up us uh, for success here at SoulGen. So it's really interesting. If I look back, like you said, the last 13 years, you know, I see um, I've seen a transition from where we're at today to where we've come from. And, um, you know, going back 10 years or, or five years, there was times where I I thought owning a business was work in the business that you own and really understand the distinction. So, you know, as we as we approach this this venture and we kind of had a different mindset. Um, I think it's really helped knowing from the very beginning of what we we're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, working in the business, working on the business, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a very small differences, um, but they make huge impacts on, on the business and, you know, and what you're able to accomplish. So, so what I'm hearing from you is beginning with the end in mind. Um, thinking with a bigger picture right up front rather than just diving in and doing all the hands-on work from the, from the get-go and never stopping. Correct. So if you think about it, when, when we first sat down, Chris, you and I, we, we planned out, okay, what is this business going to become? And once we knew what we wanted to create, then we went backwards and decided, okay, steps to get that to that direction. And so I think it was just having the right frame of mind of what we're going to get to and how we're going to get there was what's allowed us to, to work on the business. Now, right. obviously, as we started, it was all, it was both of us working in the business, right? But we knew that we had to replace ourselves with someone um, as we figured out the different parts of our business. Right. One of my, one of my favorite principles with that is, is creating a, kind of a, an action plan within an organization chart. And uh, what I've been able to, develop over the years versus when when we first got into business was okay let's start with the end in mind what will our organization look like five years from now who will occupy what 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 will the positions in that organization be who will be the ceo and not not necessarily who will be but what positions do we need right and so, then and then and then taking all those positions and filling them day one even if it means 
you holding 15 positions, myself holding 16, and then just uh, quickly replacing us as, as soon as possible. So that brings up a good point. One of the one of the things that I don't think we were willing to do when we started our first business was we weren't willing to bring in top talent. And I think the reason we were scared to do that was we were worried that and what if we didn't um, what if we didn't give them the opportunities they were looking for? And so because of that fear, we always held ourselves back. Now you fast forward to today, you know, we started this business, we had the right vision and dream. I'm losing you. So, guys, I apologize. Uh, we we cut out there for a second. It's funny how technology works. We're we're utilizing our smartphones to record this conversation, and uh, we had a phone call come in, and so I just wanted to apologize. But we're joined right now with Daryl Kelly, and he is uh, talking about kind of beginning with the end in mind and the big vision, and and how that and and being able to hire good quality talent has really changed and influenced our business. Yeah. So I'm not sure where I got cut off, but you know, what I was talking about is how, when, uh, when we first started our business, we were scared to hire good talent because our concern was, well, what if this opportunity doesn't pan out or we can't offer them what they're looking for? And that mentality just kept us stuck in the mud. It never allowed us to do anything. And uh, this business going in, because we had a vision, we knew where this business would go and we knew what, what kind of people we needed in the business we weren't scared to hire them. We weren't scared to bring on good talent and recruit them. And, and so that's what we did. And that has probably been one of the biggest enablers of this business is we've provided good jobs with good wages for uh, our employees. But also, you know, we've been able to take ourselves out of the business and replace ourselves with good quality people. And what that's, you know, it's go ahead. And what that's been able to do is allow us to not work in the business, but on the business. And, and when I say that, we still jump in all the time and there's still things that we're, we're actively um, helping out with, but it's not a, it's not a daily thing. And it allows our minds to be able to think of the whole business and, and work on what's best for the business. You know, one thing that I always uh, think of is when I was younger, I actually had a teacher that, that talked to me about Bill Gates and why he was so successful and he always said, it's not that Bill Gates is the most successful and, and the smartest guy at Microsoft, is he knew how to hire people that were smarter than him and could execute better than him. And so I really think that that approach that we've taken in this business in finding guys that are not only as smart, but smarter than us can execute better, but that we create the vision. We're the visionaries, the drivers, the pushers that, uh, that really allow this business to move forward. I really think that's, that's really the, the biggest shift that's allowed us to, to grow so fast and, and having, and having that big mission and, and taking the action with the organizational chart, creating the processes and everything like that. You know, and, and I think what happens a lot of times is the fear. There's a fear that creeps in with people saying, Hey, well, if I, if I show this guy my business, he's, he's just going to replicate it. You know, if this guy's smarter than myself. And so you know, what, what is, uh, what's important to understand is creating a, a big vision. It takes a lot of people to, to run a successful company. And so they can't replicate what you're doing, though they might understand it, um, at least at the level of um, at what we're operating at today. And I think, you know, some people may, may listen to this and think, hey, you know, these guys are talking about taking the easy way out, right? Uh, working on the business, not in the business. That's just all the easy work. When the reality is 
working on the business, there's a lot of hard work that a lot of people just aren't willing to do that you have to do as a business owner to be able to replicate, to be able to create systems. And one of those things is sitting down, not only creating that organizational chart, but also creating the positions within that organizational chart, the roles, the responsibilities, the processes that they are involved in, because those things, those are grueling. Like they're, they suck to do. There, there's nothing fun about creating processes. There's nothing fun about creating responsibilities. But those are the things that, you know, when they talk about being a business owner, being an entrepreneur is doing the things that uh, other people aren't willing to do. And that's, those are those things, you know, those are what is going to make your business successful when you sit down and you just grind through it. You know, you, you, you throw down a monster, you throw down some caffeine, whatever, whatever it is, you work late into the night as you create your organization, you create your processes, your roles, like that is what's going to allow you to be replicated because it's the, it's the McDonald's example. We all know this, right? McDonald's, it's not that these people are super smart. It's because McDonald's has created this incredible process where the, any Joe Blow can step in and replicate exactly what Joe Manager was able to, to do and produce. And so that's the goal as a business owner. And that's what's going to allow you to work on the business is working on those things specifically and then creating a vision and being able to replicate that vision within your employees and creating a culture and that that they're going to be able to just catch fire and and be able to follow your example. And, you know, it, which which allows the time freedom uh, that each one of us desires. So, yeah, and that's a good point. I think one of the one of the biggest challenges. So there's two things you talked about. So first thing is 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 the process has always got to be improved there's always going to be inefficiencies and you got to find those and fish those out of your business and so that's a constant thing that's always going on i think the second part too is you have to facilitate the the right communication in your business the first thing you'll find is you bring in a group of good people they don't communicate the same way and so you'll have a conflict of of how people communicate or how things are interpreted and so it's very important as well um, to be aware of, of what's being communicated, where there's a lack of communication, and step in a lot and make sure that the right communication is happening the right amount of times throughout your business so that you have guys that have the information they need to, to accomplish and execute the jobs that, that they're required to do. And, and, I think, and I think not only after you, know, you create those things, but then the training and the follow-up. That really, because I think as, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we just feel like everybody should know these things already, you know, because it's, it's common knowledge for you because you've taken the time, you've studied the books, you've gone to the seminars, you've educated, you've pondered, you've meditated, you've done all these things. And so it's common knowledge to you, but it isn't common knowledge to your predecessor, the people that are taking your place. And so you have to really you know, and, and it's not even dumbed down, but just make sure that you're educating on the very lowest level and then building those people up so where they can replicate you and just creating, like I said, those trainings and following through with the training, making sure that they're executing on that. And uh, I, I think those are those are a few key nuggets that, that really help a, a, a business run successfully. Yeah, absolutely. One, one thing as well, a philosophy that I go by is I want anyone who works for me to be able to move up the organization. And if they can't move up in my organization, I want them to be able to leave my company and get a better job. And so, you know, I want, I want people to be highly educated and learn 
um, above where they're currently at. And if they're doing that, they're usually more engaged, more productive, and they solve problems a lot easier on their own than, than having to have someone come help and uh, supervise them. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, and I think I would be, I think both of us would be ungrateful if we didn't look at our past and kind of what's helped us create this vision. And I think one big, one big example of this was uh, both of us while we were working at Legacy Power. You know, both, both Daryl and I had the opportunity to be a part of a company. Now, I, I believe they're the third largest solar company in the nation. They're worth, you know, a couple hundred, three hundred million dollars. And uh, we were with them from ground zero and for two years. And we saw just how these guys were able to go and just replicate themselves and bring in big talent, big visionaries, other entrepreneurs, and be able to help them catch the vision and be a part of this organization. And so as we saw that rapid growth in two years, I think it really opened our eyes to what was possible. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. That's That was definitely a, a great lesson to learn through that experience. Well, very good. Uh, is there any other little nuggets you want to share with us as far as working on the business and, and not in the business, Daryl? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I think we touched on points. I'm sure there's other things we've missed, but, uh, you know, I would say just having the end in mind, knowing what that is, and then taking the steps to create that big vision. A lot of times we think about a big vision, but we don't, we're not taking the necessary steps. And, uh, you know, today the steps that we have taken are significant steps. And, and even just, just yesterday or was it yesterday or two days ago, we, we were talking about, Hey, we don't have enough problems right now. You know, we, we can measure how hard we're pushing ourselves by how many problems we're having to deal with. And when the problems start to die down and, and systems start to smooth out, that means we need to find ways to grow, grow faster because, uh, you know, business is all about solving problems. And if you don't have enough problems to solve or big enough problems to solve, then, then you need, need to find some more. And, uh, and I think that's a good indicator of, of what, uh, where you're at as a business. Very good. Well, if you like some of these things that we're, we're talking about, um, there's lots of good resources out there. One book that I would highly recommend for any of you that are listening to the show is The E-Myth Revisited. It's an absolutely incredible book that really talks about breaking down your your uh, business, creating processes, creating a correct organizational chart, really allowing yourself to self, self-replicate and not identifying as the business yourself, but you as the creator of the business. And so uh, that's, that's definitely a highly recommended book that we'd recommend to all of our listeners. So if you're listening to this, go ahead and grab a copy, get it on Audible. It's, it's an ad- absolute uh, great book. So just want to... Uh, say thanks to daryl for joining us today um it's pretty pretty awesome like i said daryl is is really the rock of of our business the brains behind it we're gonna have him on a lot more episodes from here on out but uh but yeah that's uh that's all from from us and until next time thanks again for joining us on the biz hacker show if you're not subscribed be sure to do so now for more great tips and biz hacks visit us at bizhackertools.com. That's bizhackertools.com. Until next time.